My name is Dwayne Default, and welcome to Selling SaaS, a daily podcast that's built to get you quick hits of the best advice from the top experts for go-to-market strategies, sales, and product-led growth. The goal of this podcast is to help you learn more, get better, and execute in 10 minutes or less. Now let's get into today's episode. So another question related to KPIs that uh, has been uh, a little bit of a debate um, is what are the right KPIs for marketing? You know, historically, they've been MQL. We know that's not where it's at. Like, I think there's a universal agreement that it's not the MQL. Um, But then there's argument of how far does, you know, how far through the pipeline does marketing have an influence in which they can be measured independent Mm. of sales? In some cases, it's like it should be a, you know, all for one kind of thing. So there's lots of conversation and debate around what are the KPIs that, you know, marketing should be held to. Any thoughts on what you think is the right thing? Uh. Again, I don't want to put any blanket statements out because it's really particular to the situation. But what I would say is MQL is not a bad word. MQL is just highly speculative based on the situation. If you've got one type of customer that pays one type of fee or revenue stream that only purchase in a one particular way, great. You've got one definition of MQL that you can run with. Um, Because the intention of MQL is good because it puts a measurement behind the type of lead that sales needs to work in order to close a customer. But the problem is, is we're only only labeling that as one thing. MQLs need to be expanded. An SMB customer that's very early on their buying cycle, even though they submitted a form, should not be an MQL. I'll take that. Let me step back. If that's not a good MQL for your business. But then the same thing. If it's a high ACV, high contract, enterprise type customer, and they submit that form, like it should have been an MQL earlier on in the buying cycle. So we have to adjust our definitions of MQL in order for that to be a measurable thing for marketing, because it is hard to measure non-measurable things for marketing, uh, because it's because then you get into specifics, because then you're like okay, now we have to take into account all of our social media. We have to take into account the rise and fall of organic. We have to take into account, you know, how are we performing to budget when it comes to paid and how are we conversion converting across all the different paid channels? And because then there's just way too many things to try to measure in order to hit one specific uh, KPI. And so there's little ones that add up to the end all goal. But again, marketing is just part of the picture. So if we can define the different types of MQLs for the business and measure which ones lead up to the revenue goal. So MQLs, the number of MQLs have to match what the revenue goal is. And then two, that's just for new sales. We need to make sure that there's a customer marketing segment in place as well that is serving our customer base and aiding into the, the health of our book. So we can't just compensate marketing on new net new business. We need to make sure that they're included into the, you know, the rise and fall of our existing revenue stream. So again, I wouldn't blanket statement anything, but I just need to make sure that companies, when they're compensating on MQLs or anything like that, you just need to make sure that your definitions match what leads to revenue. And you can argue of, okay, no, we need to compensate marketing on opportunities or PQLs, right? If you're in a PLG type company, but there's there's a level of which they can't, you, marketing can't control that. Opportunities, if you're given, if, if you're, um, 
process is to generate quality MQLs and hand over to sales. And you've got kind of a shitty SDR who doesn't update the CRM regularly and your revenue, your bonus is highly dependent on that person checking that box, then you can't control that. And so I'm always, I'm always trying to find ways to compensate teams on things they can control to, to a certain extent or to have a high influence on. Um, and so it's, it's, I like the opportunity side. I, when I'm optimizing marketing plans or go to market strategies or whatever, I do look at the opportunity as a driving force to that. Um, but I go backwards and I look at what is our definition of MQL and is that holding consistent? So it's, it's long winded answer, but it's just making sure that your organization is aligned and understand what their definition of an MQL is air quotes and, and always making sure that is in line and measuring uh, or on track to what's driving revenue rather than just, here's an MQL and we need a thousand of them, go get them. It's like, well, no, because if you get a thousand MQLs in low ACV, low churn and low acquisition cost, because Google seems to be liking you that month, but they don't go anywhere. That's not in alignment with the company goal. So it's always making sure that you're refreshing the definition of MQL and then is aligned with the primary KPI for the company, which is revenue. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Selling SaaS Podcast. And if you got value from today, please leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget, we'll be here for you tomorrow so you can learn, grow, and execute in 10 minutes or less.